Sarah. And that's Emily. And this is Lightweight True Crime. Special announcement edition. Special edition. No so, drinks, man. Sorry. Yeah, we don't have drinks, um, so we can't really tell you what we're drinking. Um, although yesterday Ryan made me a pretty good pina colada um, because we were like we should stock up, so we got some Malibu and some pina colada mix, put some ice cream and some strawberries in there. Very nice. It was good. Ooh, so, that sounds really good. That's what you guys should go drink. Um, so we're also not doing a real episode um, because things are crazy right now. It doesn't really feel like a time where we need to be talking about death and dying. Nope. Um, you shouldn't listen to us right now. Honestly, don't, you don't need to hear our thoughts about anything. No. I feel like we don't need to add our voices to the noise pollution. like. We're here to give you some resources and some fun things that you should listen to, um, but you don't need to listen to us right now. Yes, and there is, because, you know, just, it's bizarre because I feel like for the last few months, I've woken up every day and thought, like, the first thing that I thought about was COVID, and for the first time in since this all started, that's, like, second on the list of things I'm thinking about. Yeah. Like, I almost forget about it until I have I, to put Yeah, I almost don't even care anymore. <laughs> like, today Ryan was like, I'm kind of at the point where I feel like we can invite Ann and Kelsey and Elias over. And I'm like, yeah, what do you mean? Why wouldn't we? <laughs> like. Right. It's, it, it's a very strange, albeit yeah. needed, shift in our attentions. But considering that most of us – I mean, e- even here where I am, where we've done like entered into phase two, I'm still spending a lot of time at home, still got a lot of time on my hands. And that's true of most of the country. Um, and so we can all be putting some of that time that we have to educating ourselves. And here are a few of our recommendations. Um, what what do you recommend to people, Em? Um, I started reading this book. It's called Me and the White Supremacy by Layla Syed. I don't... No, that's how you say her last name. We're going to be reading that together. And no, I have not started it, but I'm glad you have. It's good. The introduction is by, um, what's her name? Who wrote White Fragility. Oh, uh, Um, Robin Dandel. Yeah, I haven't read that book yet, but I probably will after this. It's super interesting. So basically the premise of it is, I don't know if it's Layla or Lila. Um, I should have probably looked it up on how to pronounce it. Um, I even follow her on Instagram and I don't pay attention to how she says her name. That's well, it's, it's a visual. I'm not, yeah. I'm, I pay attention to the things she says other than her name. Um, but basically it started, she had a lot of her white friends and a lot of random white people ask her, what can I do? What can I do? And she was finally fed up with it. Like, like, why is it that you guys are asking me to solve your problem, your problem? So she was like, I'm just going to put together 
a challenge for all the white people that keep asking me, these are some things you can do. So it started with this Instagram challenge that she did. So for 28 days, she just posted like a thing that white people can do that day to sort of open their mind. And it like took off, people loved it. So it turned into a book. Um, so that's basically the premise of the book. You can get it on um, Amazon um, for the Kindle app for like $3. Um, if you sign up for Audible, you can get it for free. Um, I didn't it's, do that. I got the Kindle. Most in, it's funny because like definitely Google like black owned bookstores to also try and buy this from, yeah. which is what I tried to do with this book, but it's sold out everywhere. Yeah. Which is fantastic. Um, even the little independent uh, bookstore here in my town of less than 40,000 people, you go on, <laughs> yep, that's it. Um, <laughs> go on their website and they're like, sorry, we are so, we are backlogged of like any order about book about race. And I'm yeah. like, yes, yes, yes. Um, but that's interesting. I didn't know how that's how that book started. Yeah. I didn't either until I started reading it. Um, because I started following her after she read, she wrote the book. So I didn't know it started as an Instagram challenge. Um, but a teacher friend of mine actually just said that she started reading a book called race cars with her kids. I don't know what age level it's for. Um, but I looked it up on Amazon and was thinking about buying it. Um, it's basically how to talk about white privilege with your white kids. Mm. Um, and she was like, she was telling me that like, cause she obviously works at the same school that I do. So she works from home. The kids are homeschooled. They never really go out. And she said that she hasn't even really told her kids about COVID because she's like, they don't need to know. They don't go outside anyways. Um, and they live out in like Fresno where it's like out in like the farmlands. Yeah. Um, and she said she was like, at the beginning of all of this, I just thought like, I'm just not going to tell my kids about it. They don't need to know. We don't go outside. And then she was like, you know what? Like, that's the problem is that white parents don't talk to their white kids about white privilege and white supremacy. So she got this book and started reading it with them. And they all immediately were like, what can we do? What can we do? This is like, this is not okay. How can we fix this? And so it's super encouraging to hear that like kids, the next generation, like hear about it and can identify that like, this is not okay. That's huge. And uh, in that same um, arena, I just watched this for work. If you Google it, um, Sesame Street had a town hall on racism. Oh, wow. And it's so it's all these like kids from across the country, like sending in their recordings of like their questions about like diff about what's happening uh -huh. and about how to talk about it. And like it's with their Oh, parents. it's like a Sesame Street from now? Yes. I thought it was like an old one. No. I didn't know that Sesame Street was still going I on. I honestly couldn't tell you. They probably still are, and but if they are not, they came back they to talk this. about this. And nice. if you if you Google it, you can find it online. And I thought it was it was really helpful for like kids and parents, um, and like age appropriate, but like also not skirting around like what kids need to know and yeah. how it's influencing them. Um, so that's a good one too. I was even like thinking about Micah because like he's not yeah. too young to like sort of right. No, I know I've been wanting to take him to something like. Um, not necessarily a protest, especially around here, um, because even in Torrance, it gets kind of heated because December 2018, there was a police killing of a black, I want to say boy, he was like a teenager. Um, 
I think you might have been 19. Um, and that it's been solved or it's been, you know, the cop, it's been determined that the cops rightfully shot him, but it's still like, not That's cool. It, so yeah. Happened. Yeah. So the situation was he he stole a car, or so they thought they knew that this car was stolen and they found the car. Like immediately a cop like pulled him over. And so he was in a stolen car and he had a gun um like in between his legs. Mm -hmm. Um and the cops who pulled him over could like see the butt of the gun. And so the cop told him to like get out of the car with your hands up and he reached in like into his lap and they don't know if he was reaching for the gun or if he was taking his seatbelt off or whatever but the cop shot him um and then there was another cop behind him who didn't know where the shot came from he didn't know if the cop shot or the, the i keep wanting to say kid but he's not a kid he's a man or if the man shot the cop. So the other cop shot the man too, like just in case. Um, so it's still a very contentious. There's a wound there. Yeah, yeah. Situation. And so things are here. They're not so great. And we live, we live pretty close to the police department. Yeah. And things that like there haven't, there hasn't, hasn't been any looting or like crazy riots here but there's protesters there yeah consistently which i think is great i think it's awesome yeah um another also if you're looking for a podcast to listen to it's so cool to see so code switch uh, an npr podcast mm -hmm. i've i've listened honestly i don't know that i've I can't think of a singular place that I've learned more from than Code Switch because I've been listening to it for the last few years. And it's very cool to see it as like the number one show on Apple yeah. podcast right now. Um, also 1619, which you can find on podcasts. There's also like a, uh, I think it's available in like different mediums. Like there's essays in the New York Times, but if you want to listen to podcasts about 16, or 1619, the first year that um, African slaves were brought to what is now the United States and basically how America was built on the backs of slaves. Um, also one that I find has, is not as thrown around these days, but is really, really good. Um, there's like 10 or 12 episodes. It's called Uncivil from Gimlet Media. And it's all about the civil war and basically like myths we've told ourselves or that have grown mm. out of the civil war um, that are, and they, that are just like false. Um, yeah. So those are ones I would definitely recommend. Um, I, I, if you're really, you still need your crime, but you want to get it from somebody of color, um, Affirmative Murder is a really great podcast. It's like they do exactly what we do, but they're black men. So fantastic. You can just listen to them instead. They're really funny. They're from Baltimore. They're friends who like true crime and they decided that the reason for starting it and calling it affirmative murder is that they're like, you know what, like there's too many of these white serial killers and nobody knows about the black serial killers. So like, <laughs> let's, you know, let's oh inform the public, like, like 
because you know murder isn't a white person thing everybody can be a murderer oh my gosh so it's really funny they always like introduce the show like that oh my gosh and i always think it's funny because they're really lighthearted about it kind of related to that but not in a negative way i saw um i saw this tweet today that was a really good reminder that was like you know that you can you know that people of color can be experts on things other than racism right <laughs> um, and i was like yes that is a good thing for me to remember that like yeah. i need to be following like i need to be following like political strategists and economists and doctors and you know all the i need to be following people of color like in every sphere and not just be like i need to learn about racism from a right. person of color, which i do but um well, we need to learn about everything yeah like i yes so i'm i'm and i'm working on that especially like in books about like christianity and the bible like i'm i'm yeah. trying to diversify my bookshelf um uh it's also i don't know if you've seen this but um the film just mercy is available to stream for free yes. everywhere oh my goodness ryan and i watched it it's so good oh, that's oh i didn't know you guys because you watched 13th the other night too wow you're yeah. really now well ryan ryan's been on this kick where he's like we have to watch something every night which is really awesome because he's usually like like at the end of the day he's like i don't want to intake any more information yeah. but he's like i have to like yeah. it's tiring but i have to i have to take in all this information yeah um Absolutely. but yes 13th on netflix also um and i didn't know that just mercy was about one of the guys that they interview in 13th really until wow. the end um they're showing like pictures of the real people and right and I were like that guy looks really familiar like how do we know that guy and then we were like oh my gosh we watched 13th last night he's one of the guys they interview um also because 13th was directed by Ava DuVernay um her her not retelling but like her I know it, it's true but it's not a documentary whatever uh when they see us is on Netflix yes that um, one's really good too Yes. And if you're looking for um, places to give money, uh, remember the Black Visions Collective, which is a Black activist organization outside of Minneapolis, St. Paul. Um, you know the lists. They're everywhere yeah. on the internet. Find, like, every little thing that we do counts. Um, I don't have a ton of money, but, like, I'm not going to brunch, so I can, you know. Yeah. I think sometimes we talk ourselves out of the work that we can be doing by thinking it's not big enough. Um but like er erasing not i mean we're never gonna be able to erase it but like working to eradicate the sins of racism from our country is going to take everyone doing their part yeah. and whatever you can do please do it yeah and if you like if you're thinking like oh i can't do very much it's not really going to make much of a difference think about how many other people are thinking the same thing mm -hmm. and if all of those people who are thinking that did their little bit Mm -hmm. that equals a whole lot like even if there's just like a hundred people who are like i can only give a dollar right. like that's a hundred dollars yeah that's a lot so it is it is yeah that is the only way that change is going to come um also to kind of circle back to the story you told at the beginning about the book white supremacy and me please don't ask your friends who are your, who are people of color to explain yes. things to you right now don't ask them for what they can do when literally every girl you went to high school with has a list of things you can do in her instagram story right. um google it just google it 
like and click the top article like, like yeah. don't google do is your own work do your homework it's really not hard you have a computer in your pocket um you can i think it's fine to text your friends who are people of color that you have strong relationships with not like that one person you met at summer camp probably yeah. ago, but like don't ask questions though don't be like how are you just say like i love you i'm thinking of you like and then shut up like, yeah um let yeah that, that's what we're and that's what we're essentially doing with taking a break is we're shutting up so that we stop taking up space so that segue other people can take up space so let's um, finish so yeah. let's not take up any more space yeah so that's it um if you're still like i don't know what to do you can Message. dm dm us on instagram we'll give you we'll give you some great people to follow on instagram we'll help you find a good book hope you find some stuff um yeah we don't need a detox question because we didn't drink and we didn't talk about murder. There will be no detoxing from the knowledge no of murder. detoxing. Um, we love you and we will see you in a few weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.